tell you this Hockey Canada story just keeps seems to keep getting worse. So we heard this morning now that Hockey Quebec is cutting ties with Hockey Canada. That organization actually voted last night saying it no longer has, quote, confidence in the ability of Hockey Canada to act effectively to change the culture of hockey with the structure in place. They are suspending the registration fees that they usually pay to Hockey Canada. That is a big blow. Well, what brought this about? have a feeling the testimony yesterday had something to do with this. Hockey Canada's board chairs, past and present, were defending Hockey Canada's handling of sexual abuse allegations dating back years. They continue to maintain that appropriate steps were taken despite widespread criticism. Have a listen to the chair of Hockey Canada, Andrea Skinner. With This is a little bit of her testimony from yesterday's proceedings in front of the House of Commons Heritage Committee. Our board does not share the view that Hockey Canada should be making more leadership changes at this time. I think stability is an important consideration, especially in view of the fact that we have an entire board that's up for election in just in just a couple of months time. And I don't think it's in the in the best interest of hockey or Hockey Canada for for this organization to be destroyed. I I don't I don't think that a mass exit if all the board were to resign and if all of senior management to be replaced, who would they be replaced with? What will that mean for hockey? I think that there is a significant risk to the organization if all of the board resigns and all of senior leadership is no longer there. I think that will be very impactful in a negative way to our boys and girls who are playing hockey. Will the light stay on on the rink? I don't know. What will that mean for hockey, that apparently these people have to be there in order for the lights to stay on at the rink? No wonder people have a lot of problems with what was said yesterday. But let's get an update more on what is happening now. Grant Robertson joins us. He has been covering this story extensively. You can read his work at The Globe and Mail for sure. Grant, thank you so much for being back with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What did you think of that testimony yesterday? I thought it was really quite something. It was, I I think a lot of people were surprised at how combative um, the the yes. session was you know after after the hearings in July, which were really um, I think tense between the federal MPs and and Hockey Canada because the MPs um, were insistent that the you know the answers they were getting from Hockey Canada weren't sufficient and they weren't you know key facts weren't being disclosed in the summer. Um, I think there was a sense that perhaps these hearings might go differently. But um, the tension seemed to be ramped up um, a little bit more. Um, and that clip you just played, um, I think that that comment um, it caught a lot of people off guard in, in how alarmist it was. You know, yeah. certainly, certainly afterwards, a few of the MPs, um, you know, were, were, were quite surprised that they would insinuate the lights would go off in the rink if, you know, if if there's a replacement of board members or if executives resign at Hockey Canada. Um, I, I, I think it was sort of looked at as hyperbole in the end. Yeah, they, the impression I think that people got watching it and listening to it is that they, Hockey Canada seems to feel they are hockey in Canada. So, you know, I think it, it, obviously that testimony did not sort of achieve what they wanted to. But you also had a story this week, Grant, that talked about yet another fund that Hockey Canada had. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I mean, it fits into this broader issue with, with this whole story. I mean, what what the, the problems Hockey Canada is now faced with are really about disclosure and transparency. Going back to the original allegation um, about sexual assault involving the 2018 
uh, world, some players on the 2018 World Junior Team. You know, that only came out when, when TSN got a hold of the court documents in, in May that there was a settlement. Nobody had known that this was even an issue, that there were allegations, what the allegations were. And then once, once it came out after the settlement um, and, and, and people saw how troubling the allegations were, um, you know, MPs in Ottawa looked at that and said, why was this? The, you know, the way they see it, this was a cover-up. Um, which Hockey Canada denies, but um, then details to come out since then about you know Hockey Canada having um, funds used using registration fees um, from from you know parents and players across the country to settle sexual assault claims. That was something also the MPs in Ottawa didn't know and didn't feel there was sufficient disclosure on, and so. It took until July to find out that they used a fund called the National Equity Fund, which comes from everybody's registration fees, um, to settle this $3.55 million lawsuit relating to the 2018 team uh, for an undisclosed sum. What we found out in more recent weeks is that there was uh, another fund uh, that Hockey Canada and its members, so the provinces, uh, the provincial hockey associations, um, had had set up using money from the National Equity Fund. They took about seven million from the National Equity Fund and put it into this trust, um, which did similar things. It it was to shield against uh, potential sexual assault claims. Um, uh, for for the provinces from a, a specific period uh, from 86 to 95 before Hockey Canada began to buy insurance for liabilities such as sexual assault, which it does now. They buy a lot of insurance for this. And what it what it indicated, and what really I think upset MPs in Ottawa about this is it's it's another fund that they weren't told about, and they had asked at the hearings in July, you know, how how is this handled? You know what. What funds are used? Can you disclose everything? And I, I think they were surprised that this wasn't proactively disclosed by Hockey Canada. Well, yeah, they, they're asking very pointed questions and kind of not getting that information. Were you surprised to hear about Hockey Quebec saying, we're not going to send money to Hockey Canada anymore? And do you think more provincial federations could do this? This is going to be really interesting to see because a lot of people have asked the question, well, what, what happens now? I mean, clearly the government does not support Hockey Canada. You know, they're calling for the executives to resign. They're calling, you know, for the board members to resign. You know, the, you know everybody from the prime minister down to the parliamentary committee has said, you know, they've lost confidence in Hockey Canada. But beyond that, what, what levers does the government have other than pulling its funding, which it's already done? That's the big question here. Going forward, you know, what more can Ottawa exert uh, on Hockey Canada? They're doing a full-scale audit into Hockey Canada now. That's going to be you know, potentially interesting in, in terms of what, what it digs up. But the, the provincial hockey associations have uh, a lot of power um, on the direction and future of Hockey Canada. So... In doing this this morning, um, or uh, I, I suppose last night, uh, you know, the Quebec Association doing this, it's, it's the first one, but it's, it's quite significant, I think. It does seem like that, too. So, okay, what are the next steps here? What's going to happen now from what you see? Well, as we found out yesterday, um, uh, the Minister of Sport has approved a, a, a deeper audit into Hockey Canada. And in doing that, they want to, this is this audit's going to go back to 2016. They announced a smaller audit earlier this year, when the, uh, you know word of the the settlement broke. 
um, initially the government wanted to know, was public money used for this? Was federal grant money used? Because they give Hockey Canada millions of dollars every year in grant money. Was that money used? And they, so they, they launched a smaller audit for that. And we found out since then, I mean, Hockey Canada was quick to tell its sponsors, its major sponsors, Scotiabank and Canadian Tire and Tim Hortons, we did not use your money for this settlement. Uh, because the sponsors were concerned that their money would be linked to sexual assault uh, right. allegations. No, they didn't want that. And so the, the Hockey Canada was quick to tell the government and sponsors that their money wasn't used. They weren't so quick to tell parents and players that registration fees had gone into this. So this deeper audit that the government is now doing back to 2016 is, I think, going to pull apart um, the the various funds that Hockey Canada operates how that money is spent, you know, there's been, uh, you know, allegations made that, you know, the board has spent excessively on, you know, things like hotel rooms and dinners and, you know, or that Hockey Canada has spent excessively on this and, you know, championship right. rings for the board members. So they're going to be looking deeply into that. And I, I think, you know, when the results of that audit come out later this year, um, you know, we could see more hearings. Oh, boy, more to come. Grant, thank you so much for that. Thanks for having me.